Do you have superhero powers? Have you ever dreamt of having the Midas touch? Welcome to the Transformative Duff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 37 of Tractate Nazir, and we learn that your superhero powers are far greater. Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my Chavrissa today. I like to begin with a story. There was once a fellow who loved money so much that he prayed that everything he would touch would turn to silver. After days of intensive prayer, God finally answered the man's prayers. An angel appeared to him in a dream and revealed that upon wakening, anything he touched would turn to silver. Alas, a foolhardier supplication never there was. The next day, the man awoke, all excited to try his new talents. He decided to grab a bite to eat for breakfast and then go out to gather some stones to turn them into silver. But sure enough, as soon as he touched the loaf of bread upon the table, it immediately transformed into silver. He picked up a banana, and that too became silver. The poor man quickly realized that his newfound skill would sadly leave him rather hungry. Wouldn't it be nice to have the golden touch? Sadly, the myths of yore all have tragic endings, from Midas, who t whose touch turned everything to gold, including his own daughter, to Rumpelstiltskin, who could spin straw into gold, but ended up demanding the ransom of a baby for his services, the ancient wise men have long cautioned man against yearning for shortcuts to materialism and making gold and silver the primary focus of life. What if I could give you a fail-safe formula to transform anything into gold with no undesirable consequences or side effects? You could be rich beyond your wildest dreams without any downside risk or tragedy or unfortunate ramifications. What is that magic formula? Concerning the Nazir who vows to abstain from wine or grape products, the Torah declares, nor may he drink anything infused by grapes. Today's stuff applies the principle of infusion to other forbidden substances. Let's look at the Gemara. The term soaked serves to establish the principle that the legal status of the flavor of a forbidden food is like that of its substance. That if a Nazir soaked grapes in water and the water has the taste of wine, he is liable as it assumes the status of wine. And from here you derive the rule for all prohibitions of the Torah. Just as a Nazir, whose prohibition against eating grapes is not a permanent prohibition, and his prohibition is not a prohibition against deriving benefit from wine, and there is a way to release him from his prohibit status, in his case the Torah rendered the legal status of the flavor of food like that of its substance. If that's the case, then mixed-breed vines whose prohibition is a permanent prohibition, and whose prohibition is a prohibition including deriving benefit, and there is no way to release their prohibition, it stands to reason that the Torah should render the legal status of the flavor of its forbidden food like that of its substance. Let's analyze the Gemara. Everything the Almighty fashioned in this world, he created in equilibrium. And so if you have a concept of infused negativity, there must exist cases of infused Positivity. Rabbi Shlomo of Radomsk offers one such application. Sometimes, he says, we worry that we don't have the spiritual strength and stature of our forebears. We feel unworthy in our service of heaven, but we shouldn't. It may be true that our ancestors were greater paragons of spirituality and observance than us, but they infused their offspring with the flavor to last through the generations. That flavor has the same strength as the original spiritual devotion. 
Let me suggest a tangible example of where a mitzvah may be infused with flavor resulting in its entirety assuming the original status. For Sephardic Jews who eat rice on Pesach, let's say one was baking matzah out of rice. Strictly speaking, matzah may only be made from one of the five grains, wheat, spelt, rye, barley, and oats. Those five species must be baked within 18 minutes, otherwise they become chametz and forbidden for Passover consumption. Rice is fine to bake bread from, but the consistency doesn't really produce much of a loaf. The way to improve the consistency is to mix in a little wheat flour. But now, of course, you must bake it within 18 minutes because it contains one of the five grains. You remove it from the oven and you have a beautiful rice bread. You then take a bite and despite only containing a small measure of wheat flour, it has a distinct wheat flavor. The same rule that forbids grape-infused water to another now permits this wheat-infused rice matzah to be utilized for the mitzvah of matzah at the Seder. Voila, you have magically transformed rice into wheat and made it mitzvah bread. Our ability to affect such a magical transformation exists throughout our interaction with the world. When you take a piece of parchment and scribble some Hebrew letters upon it, you infuse it with spirituality and transform it from cowhide to Torah scroll. When a person reads from that Torah, they receive an aliyah, a spiritual elevation. If that scroll were to drop to the floor, God forbid, would now need to fast. Why? It's just a piece of cowhide wrapped around a couple of wooden rollers. No, it's not. It has been transformed from a meaningless piece of this physical world to the holiest artifact in the universe. When you read from that Torah, you are using your Midas touch. You are transforming the cow into spiritual gold. Whenever you use any physical item in this world to perform a mitzvah, you employ your superhero powers. You are transforming the physical into the spiritual. As a child of heaven, you have the power to transform a palm branch into a lulav. You have the power to transform a ram's horn into a shofar. You have the power to transform canvas into a sukkah. You are more powerful than the most spectacular superhero. Your hidden powers can transform the universe. May you learn to master your secret powers and convert everything in this world into spiritual gold, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the Transformative Duff for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe to achieving a life of simcha and purpose. Transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf.